Hello, everybody. This is Tavin Allen, host of Comedy Above the Pub. That's Cat P2 and me. The pub is fake. Guests, real. Virtual, but real. Uh, firstly, before I get to my guest, who you already know because you've already seen it in your, uh, in your phone or the computer screen you're watching this on, but Darcy Fyander is joining us here. How are you? Hi, Ted. You, uh, you got to, I, it's very confusing. I know it's going to be very confusing today. I'm great. Um, I'm glad you're good. I'm glad you're good. I know, uh, work was hassling you during this record. You had to go, uh, radio silent for a bit, but everything's good now. But you guys didn't talk about it at all. He didn't, he just let it. Oh, no. That was a good five minutes of Darcy bashing. Oh. Yes, yes. Um, who's the guest? Well, he's right here as I look at him, but you can't see it because this is audio only. Ladies and gentlemen, comedian, uh, drag adjacent performer, um, <laughs> destroyer of kitten worlds, uh, Ted dog torted Morris. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. I was about to wave uh, at all the people, but I realized uh, that would be pointless. Yes. Not unlike this show. (laughs) Not unlike. (laughs) Someone had to say it. Right? Someone had to. (laughs) Right? Finally. Uh, You you are a uh, wonderful comic, a uh, soon-to-be a wonderful drag artist. Yes. I'm so happy to see this. Uh, What is the name of your uh, drag performer, by the way? Wilhelmina Box Farts. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, we talk about the reason for box farts um, uh, in a little bit later because we talk about board games. Yeah. We talk about veterinary services, not yeah. always horrid, Yeah, but usually. Um, we talk about you having problems with your ticker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't have a problem with it, but no. the doctor certainly seemed to, so yes. I went along with it. <laughs> the doctor looked at you and went, I need a boat. And so now he's got a boat. Yeah. Um, and we also, uh, we talk about, obviously, uh, drag, drag culture, and comedy during COVID. Good times. We things. cover a lot of ground. There's a lot of things that we talk about. Some of it is absolutely gross. Um, <laughs> Ted, it has been uh, so long uh, you coming here, and uh, I'm so glad you're here now. So uh, let, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, oh, by the way, make sure that you go and pick up Ted's album. Uh, we forgot to say this at the end of the, of the podcast. Make sure you go to iTunes and get Ted's album, which is Dawn of the Ted. Dawn of the Ted. Yes. I mean, it's on Spotify, but so far, nope. no money from Spotify. So just go, just go buy it. Buy the just album. Go buy it. Uh, while you're there, buy uh, Really and Butterflies from me, and then go to the podcast page on iTunes here. You know the drill. Five, t- five stars. Talk shit about us in the commentary. Five stars. Talk shit about us in the commentary. Uh, something like, I can't believe Todd brings on dog murderers. Yep, that's where we are guest-wise right now. Okay, here we go. Here's Darcy, here's Ted, here's me, and here's the music that starts the whole damn thing. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Yeah? I'm uh, I'm alive. Yes. Which is good. Well, we'll talk about that. There's lots to talk about. Yeah, I think the first thing we need to talk about, first of all, hello, Facebook people, for being here. Uh, Darcy, thank you for being here and ditching work. Is that why you're ducking down right now in case the boss is looking for you? (laughs) They can't say, oh, geez, you think they're on Facebook? (laughs) I don't know. You tell me. If they are, they're not working. This meeting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're also good enough. Yeah. There's like some like big like merger meeting going on where like the boss is like, and not just our employees are are happy here, but they also have an active social media life here. Here's Darcy <laughs> Fyander in here. Let's just see what he's up to. Oh, playing hooky. Uh, and those two printers behind him look very familiar. 
Did you steal those from the office, Darcy? I've never actually established how you got these printers. No, I didn't. No, I purchased them. All my gear is my own. I okay. Any work equipment. All right. I, okay. uh, they won't pay for anything I like. You know, like, <laughs> though I had to spend. For Bit the of a printer stuff. snob. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. What, do you, what do you got? A, what do you got back there? You got a brother? You got an Epson? What do you got? An HP? What do you got? There you go. What do you got? A Canon? And What's going on? <laughs> Um, the best read this guy okay so uh i am uh, i i have to tell you ted i have i have been on like three calls this week uh that have involved people who are nerd culture or nerd cultural culture adjacent and every one of them perched themselves in front of similar backgrounds like you know the people in the office, they always try to find the smartest wall in the house, and that's what they put. It's like, ooh, books, and they always forget there's a fucking dildo <laughs> behind them. You know, it's always that thing. Um, every person I know that has like a – like a um, uh, that is into gaming or, or nerdetry or, you know, any myriad of Star Wars or fantasy or whatever, right in front of the wall, everything on it, uh, that's astounding. I think we talked about this on the Write'em Up when you were there. Yeah, that that yeah, was that was that was a roast target for sure. It's hard to avoid. I mean, I do have like a a neutral wall backdrop, mm-hmm. right? But it it means I have to move things around and <laughs> I, you know not expose the world to my nerdiness. Uh huh. Yeah, that's exact. So what? Uh, when when did nerdiness start for you? Uh, nerdiness has been there the whole time. I don't know if I knew how much of a nerd I was when mm-hmm. I was younger. Uh, but yeah, I've embraced it wholeheartedly. Uh, the board game nerd thing is like a decade okay. in the, in the making. This is, right. uh, the relatively new addition to my nerdiness, uh-huh. but yeah, it's, it's been there right. my entire life. And so you were, you were set for this pandemic. I was, yeah, I had no yeah. problem if people were like, oh, what are we going to do? I'm like, I don't know. I've got a whole bunch of cardboard I can play with. So yes. I am, I am fine. Uh-huh. Who needs Netflix? Yes. You're, uh, you're married now, right? No. No, not. Okay. Sorry. You haven't put a ring on that? No, okay. no, no. Marriage is, uh, for straight people. Not necessarily. <laughs> Laws have been passed. I'm, I'm, I know, but when we got together, like, like, Marriage equality happened like halfway through our relationship, so we're like, yeah, we're fine, we're good. So you're just living in sin? Just living in sin. It's way hotter that way. I will tell you this, the the baby Jesus will not approve. Well, there's a lot of stuff baby Jesus is not happy with. (laughs) Me about, I don't think getting married would help any of it. So is your is your boyfriend is he into board games as well or is this just like or does does he just go oh Christ Ted's on a thing? Uh, I'm the one that does all the research and like okay. watches videos and listens to podcasts and all that. He just enjoys what I present to him. Okay, uh, so he's happy to play, but he yeah he has not taken the same deep dive. Okay. Uh, that I have. What uh, what's your favorite behind there? Let's let's take a look. What's your what's your favorite board game that you got? Uh, my favorite board game would be... Oh, let me grab it. Yeah, do it. Oh. By the way, this has been one of my favorite things to do during COVID Carcassonne. Right now. Look okay. how boring that looks. Jesus, Look that looks... Dull. That looks like... That's, that looks the even boring to be better. a jigsaw. <laughs> that's... <laughs> okay, so what, so what is the... What's the what's the game? What do you do? Uh, you're building the French medieval village of Carcassonne, of okay. course. Yes. Uh, and you're basically just making uh, making a map... Uh, there's like little 
puzzle pieces, not even puzzle pieces, just little square tiles. Okay. And you're just matching like grass to grass and castles to castles and roads to roads. And right. when you finish a castle, you score it. Okay. Uh, and of course, we like to play like giant dicks. So you try and make it impossible for someone to complete their <laughs> castle or you sneak in on it or you just, we just generally get in each other's way. A lot of people find it a, a very boring, wholesome okay. family game. Uh, we do not. It is... There's so much trash talking right. during this game. They obstruct in there. Yeah, that's. Uh, I I honestly I honestly pictured you just shoving three pieces in your pocket and going, I don't know, I don't know where I, they are. I really they, don't. They just went. I don't know. I I can't help you. Yeah, we're. Uh, it's probably our most played game. Okay. Uh, and one of the, one of the first ones that we got, and we're still still not tired of it. Right. Um. So. During the pandemic, I don't know if you know, uh, we were told to stay home. Uh, so my wife and I, after we, after, yeah, right. You weren't, did you go outside, Ted? You weren't supposed to. Uh, I had my dog, so I had to go outside. I wondered okay, where everyone yes. was. Okay. Yeah. You know what? We had the same problem. We're like this, there is no one out. Like this is weird. Um, yeah, that was literally the only time that we went outside. It was like groceries and walking the dog. Um, oh, and moving cities. Well, Always the I mean, best. Timing. Perfect. If you can, do it during a pandemic. That's my Right? There's, there's no one on the roads to get in the way of your moving truck. That's great. <laughs> uh, we took up three lanes. No problem. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, were, we were like, uh, so we're in the middle of this move and stuff like that. It's like, when we get to Ottawa, we aren't going to be allowed to do anything. We should get board games. And I went, okay. And then I said, you realize that I now have to find board games for two people. Yeah, there's tons. Yeah. Well, I couldn't find any, so yeah. Okay. Why didn't you talk to me? Well, Have you I didn't not seen know. my backdrop of nerdliness. I did. I didn't know <laughs> until now. Well, actually, until write them up when we, when you were getting roasted for that, and by then we were what, life had kind of opened up, so like we were done. Um, so we came up with two. I found two, and I'm positive you've uh, both played and mocked both of them. Um, <laughs> Jenga. Okay. Okay. Uh, always a treat. You always play two of those on, uh, on September 11th. Never forget. And, um, code words. Code names. Oh, code names. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Still code in the names, shrink wrap. Still. Code names the... duet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. Are you good at it? We haven't cracked the, we haven't cracked the box. <laughs> we have not. Jenga has been played, uh, um, I think, uh, uh, five times. Uh, the dog has, uh, lost all five times. Ah, oh, um, stupid just, dog! Get yeah. that tail out of the uh-huh. way. Um, and uh, code names have not have not played it once. And oh, I have code names said, is great. And I have said we bought it. We have to play this. And it's like you know we can go to movies now. I was like I don't care. Yeah, we're gonna. But then you don't get to interact with your love. Yes, yes. and get mad that they don't guess your, exactly. your guesses. What? A, okay, I can't see. I can't even talk sensibly about code names because again, I don't. I don't even know how it works. How does it work? What am I in for? Uh, there's a, a grid of words, okay. and then you each are looking at this uh, flip sides of, of the same card that will let you know which which cards are assassins that you're okay. not supposed to guess. Right, and they're different for each player. There's one that's in common. Uh-huh. So you're trying to you're trying to get them to guess. You're you're giving one word clues right. and trying to get them to guess as many words as possible off that clue. So you'll be like potato five, which means there's five words that have something to do with potatoes. Potato. Okay. Uh, out there and then you try and figure it out and if you hit the assassin you're out of there uh jeff likes to give stories like okay. I, <laughs> I i know how his brain works now and i'll right. be like okay and the potato guy and then he <laughs> um, 
and then he got audited. Like you just have to figure out what weird dumb story he was thinking of when he when he gave you that clue. But we got uh, surprisingly good at it. And it's yeah, the more you play, the weirder your clues get because you want to try and and clear out. You've got like a limited number of guesses that you can clear out all the words with. Right. There's a, there's a group version of it as well that you uh-huh. can play with the- with teams. Well, that's fine. I, but Super fun. I, uh, already, as you're describing this, all I'm picturing is wine glasses whizzing by my head. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. The Honestly, like the last game that I bought, and obviously this was before half the cards would, would be hashtagged out of existence, was uh, Cards Against Humanity. Oh, you bought that? Yeah, yeah, Saga. we had that. Yeah. Uh, we just printed it off. Sure you, did. sure you did. Uh, it's fun. It, like Cards Against Humanity is really fun the first time you play it with a group, mm-hmm. and then every time after that, you're like, "This is boring and stupid." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> is... um, every now and then, you get a, you get a good a good clue. But I played it with my mother in law, which was fun. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, uh, she didn't know what a clitoris was, nope. which was. <laughs> Led to all kinds of in right. unintentional hilarities, but it's like, what is this? Or like, oh, no, well, okay, oh, no. <laughs> this a lot of a lot of things are being unpacked right now. Yeah, in that, yeah, we stopped playing it because there, there's a variant. Uh, I think they call it is random variant, where you just throw in like the game throws in a, a an answer. Oh, and we played one time, and the game won of every round. Did. So of we're like, this is stupid. We're yeah, like, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, <laughs> We're, we can't even be funny when we're trying to, and the game is funnier than us at random. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm done with you, Cards Against Humanity. Right. There was there was always a thing. First of all, it's it's fun playing that game as a comic in a room of non comics because <laughs> it's you're, you're like. But my 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 big problem was that the cards would make me laugh and heave so horribly. I would, I would, I would tell, my tell would be, oh, the funny ones. Cause I would just, I would burst into laughter just reading the cards, setting up for what the answer would be. Some of them, my favorite answer that I gave was to, uh, what do old people smell like? Yes. Uh, and the answer I gave was ghosts. Yep. So you can be funny without being filthy, but then there's like blood farts was all all this. (laughs) If someone put in that one, that was guaranteed to to win because we're children. Um, a squirrel's miscarriage, you know, things like oh, that. Yeah. Adorable. <laughs> this a is a cute, tiny of, little tragedy. Of all the miscarriages, the cutest of the miscarriages. <laughs> of the cutest. <laughs> yes. Um, did you ever come across supremacy? Like white supremacy? Yes. Or well, like okay, a board not, game not, supremacy? Okay, I, didn't, I didn't mean in your life in general. I meant, <laughs> uh, I didn't mean growing up in a small town, obviously. No, I meant the board game supremacy. No. Oh, okay. Do you enjoy Risk? No, okay, we well, finally, we got rid of Risk because okay. we've got a, a million better games than, sure. than Risk. Okay. Um, if you got bored with Risk, this one might whet your appetite. This is one that we played in high school all the time. And we play it in university a few times. But you only play it like once in a while because the, the game takes forever. Like it's a 12 to 14 hour affair <sighs> if you've got four or five people playing. Time for that. Well, you put it on pause. You put it on yeah. pause, right? Yeah. Um, so what it is, it's like global. So it's the map of the world. And there's six superpowers that have been designated. And you all have the ability to make raw materials for things. So like grains feed armies. Uh, metal builds munitions and um, uh, uranium builds nuclear missiles. Okay. And you're, you move. Uh, so it's a combination of risk um, with start with, with nuclear weapons and a star Wars defense plan. Plus 
it it sounds like it's going to make it more boring, but it doesn't. You have a stock market because what you do is is you are able to buy and sell and flood the stock market, uh, so you can uh, cripple countries economically as well as invade their actual land space. Oh, that's fun. It's that's fun. fun. Just starve them out. Yes. <laughs> Looking up the word when you're in high school. What's attrition mean? Oh, yeah, that's you. That's, that's you what right we're doing there. to you. Yeah. 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 How do you put that game on pause? Uh, you just put a marker on whose turn it is next time. Right. With all of your achievements and stuff, like, you have to leave. The you just leave it there. You walk like away. And then and you come you back the next day. And trust that no yep. one's going to fuck with yep. it. Well, and this, okay. is be- this is before we had cameras in our phones. This is before we had phones. Think about that. So Our phones were on the wall in the kitchen the way they were supposed to be. And um, and we would just – you would you would trust the person not to fuck around. And then you come back the next day and you'd, you'd carry on. See, that was my yeah. problem with risk. Like if anyone left the room for mm-hmm. any reason for any length of time, <laughs> we'd be like, okay, all right, let's get Gary. Right. And Gary's like, what? I was what? like, what? I'm just I had to pee. in Australia. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Don't go outside to pee. Uh-huh. Don't um, leave the table. Pee the, at the table. The, the Well, you see, that's how the Amazon jars thing started. Right there. That's how, that's, mm-hmm. that's how that yeah. began. You just have this big... Why, Dan, why have you got all those empty Gatorade bottles? You'll know when it happens. What? Oh, God. Get out of my yeah, mom's we dining did, room. We did that on family trips when I was a kid. There was always a bottle in the mm-hmm. car for me to pee in. And yep. several of my sisters fighting over who got to help me. <laughs> right. I'm glad I don't remember any of that. <laughs> Are you, are you an endowed gentleman, Ted? <laughs> uh, I, this is all just family stories that I get told. I'm like, this is great. That was when I was three. Um, fantastic. How much How much of these things have come out in therapy? Therapy? I should probably do some therapy. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that's buried very deep, just waiting to bubble up. Mm-hmm. I, I see you and I have the same psychic approach. Where it's just, why why talk about your feelings when there's a press that you can push uh, them inside right? very deeply? It's a generational thing. Yes. <laughs> um, Boys don't have feelings. No, certainly not. Um the there's a few there's a few life moments uh of yours that, over the course that that uh, that I wanted to talk about. First of all, um you you have since uh over the course left the veterinary profession. Is that correct? That was official? Well, I, I, they kept dragging right now, you back in. I tried to, okay. I, I maintained my, my license cause I'm not stupid. Sure. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll spend a thousand dollars a year or whatever mm-hmm. to, to keep my license. Uh, so I, I technically left the profession at the end of 2019. Yep. Uh, to do comedy and acting right. and writing full time mm-hmm. uh and then the pandemic came along yeah. and it was like no you're not allowed to do that no <laughs> i was like okay uh so yeah they needed me at my old clinic so mm-hmm. i i've been filling in and then i you know i love that didn't have anything to do i love that know? discussion it's like so can i can i act no can i write no do stand up certainly not can i still castrate horses absolutely come on in yeah, yeah. yeah go for it go for it yeah it was it's a very weird experience having your new career just evaporate right uh while your old career is deemed an essential service nothing <laughs> nothing makes you I, question your life choices more there okay so yours is not the only story i've heard like this like there are a ton of people that said okay 2020 this is when i'm doing it this is when i am leaving my day job i am doing it i you know I, I, what am i want to be a dancer i want to be a comic i want to be an actor i am leaving and so many people I've I've heard stories of like left 
uh, you know, February 28th, they moved to L.A. <laughs> Just getting their apartment set up. They haven't even got all the boxes emptied. No. I put up my eat, pray, love sign. That's all I managed <laughs> to get up. That's it. Yeah. All those people are like, jump and the universe will catch you. Yes. And the universe is like, nope. Sorry. Nope, bye. Nope. Enjoy. Enjoy your fall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the universe feels like pavement. <laughs> the universe is a dick. <laughs> so, uh, so at least you're still able to practice. That's good. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. now I've got nothing, no, no clinic shifts booked, like nothing. I, I, I've had, I filled in, I didn't have to, I filled in again in September because they, uh, uh, someone else left and mm-hmm. the, vet, the vet they hired to replace me with is very sickly, apparently. <laughs> so right. she keeps, uh, she keeps having like major, uh, life trauma that she needs to go deal with. So they're like, can you okay. come back for another month? I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. Hide in the basement and take balls off cats. <laughs> Makes me happy. It you make it sound so elegant. Well, yeah, there's, it's fine. there's no one out there that isn't dreaming right now becoming a veterinarian with that with that robust description of a day. Just yeah, balls off cats. Balls That's off your cats day. in a basement. Enjoy. <laughs> Do you ever call them like you know you know cat nuggets or anything? What's what's the euphemism for what what is um, the professional inside word for? I'm doing a lot of cat castrations today. What is what do you call uh, that? I just call them. I call them nuggets. I always okay. check them. I was like, because I, I do my my pre op exam, and mm-hmm. you know, you have to make sure that you're counting testicles. Right. Sometimes sometimes they're not there, and you have to go looking for them. Uh, so Where like would nugget they be? One, nugget two. Uh, they just haven't dropped yet, so they're oh. just hang, hanging out in the abdomen. <laughs> so you got to so go gotta, fishing. You, you got to go fishing. Oh. You got to go find them. It's very annoying, which is why it's far more expensive. Uh-huh. Why? Okay. Uh, I So I know me. I am not – I as soon as I could get out of biology, I dropped it immediately because <laughs> I am the queasiest asshole out there. Um, what, what was it about veterinary science that you just went, that's it. It's surgery, but animals. I'll dig that. Uh, yeah, I find people's stuff really gross. Like yes. I am super squeamish if there's a person involved, okay. uh, especially if it's me. <laughs> like I, I got my ear pierced and so like a, a tiny little drop of blood ran down my uh-huh. ear and I almost passed out. I'm like, oh God, my left blood. Uh, but for animals, it's, uh, it doesn't gross me out uh, at no. all. No. Oh. Your, your computer Sorry. calls you? I don't know. Some, I, I hung up on whoever it was. <laughs> Is that my office? <laughs> Can you get a hold of Darcy? Can you let him know that we are not at all pleased with his behavior? Like right we're now? on Facebook Live. We're looking at that printer in the background uh, and wondering if it's ours. Mm-hmm. Um, the monkey. I can I can relate to you on the on the earring thing because I I had mine. Uh, when did you get yours pierced? When? Uh, 1999. Okay. Probably. Okay. Did Prince do it? No. Um, I, I did mine in university and, uh, it was like, you know, I'm going to do it. My buddy, my, uh, one of my best buddies in university, he's got one. Let's do this. And in fact, we went and did it the same day. That's what we did. So, yeah, let's go get our ears pierced. I'm like, yeah, I just went through a breakup. Let's do this. High five. Let's go do stupid guy stuff. Let's do this. Yeah. And, uh, and so we get in there. It's like, okay. And it was, we did it literally at like a uh, super cuts or something like that. Like they had like oh, no. a stud station. And so, uh, it's like, we want to get our ears pierced and like, yeah, let's do it. And, uh, they went, okay, so here's the, the waiver. And I went, waiver. 
It's like, what's this for? It's like, well, you know, just in case uh, there's anything that goes wrong. What can go wrong? What have you not told me about this person? I assumed it was just, well, if there's any blood and you pass, there's going to be blood? It's like, well, we don't know. And then we're like, and I'm sitting there going, well, you, no one told me there'd be blood. Why is there blood? And it's like, Mr. Van Allen, you're done. It's like, what? Oh, okay, thank you. I mean, they, they do it to babies. Yes, so. right. You know. Yeah, I, well, I got, it, I got it up here. I decided to be fancy. Okay. I got nice. it up in my, in my cartilage, which... Uh-huh. Do you still wear it? Do you still wear it? I can't see. No, I, I got a huge keloid on the on the back. I kept um, it's going to make me sound way more butch than I really am. I, okay. I kept hitting it with my hockey helmet sure you did. right after I got it put on. So I got this huge lump on the uh-huh. back of it. And then, yeah, my body didn't want to be pierced. So I have a <laughs> hole in my cartilage, but no hole in the skin. Uh-huh. It's nice that you, that, that you got a hockey helmet injury. Right? Right. I mean, I wasn't very good at hockey. That's probably the, that's the biggest... <laughs> event that okay. happened um any anyone i know that plays rec hockey is is not good at rec hockey it's fine it's, <laughs> no one no one's hoping to get signed by the jets when they're no, 40 well, we, years old for some reason it was very hockey was very big in vet school like mm-hmm. everyone played hockey sure. so we we had two teams in my class one was really good and then mm-hmm. the other one i was on but we kept <laughs> playing these teams of gigantic farmers oh yeah and they're like, I'm like, isn't this the bottom of the barrel league? And they're like, yeah, but there wasn't any room in the other in the other leagues. So we're like, this is not, this is right. not fun. I'm skating on my ankles, <laughs> giant farmers just whisking by me. I'm like, all right, uh-huh. I guess this is hockey. Right. And you just, you know, just after a big hit against the board, just kind of sliding down very slowly. Yeah. yeah. I was just proud to like get off the ice. Like that was my, my big thing and be like, okay, all right, mm-hmm. I'll just skate for the boards as quickly as possible and someone will help me over Uh yeah Uh, no uh, trust me i'm the same way i can um on skates i can i can stop one particular way yeah like uh i can i can stop with my i think it's my left foot forward i think it's like like a slide like that and if i try the other way uh that is just me pirouetting until inertia Mm -hmm. kicks in and then yeah Skating backwards for losers why do i need to skate backwards no, no 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 oh for defense uh, don't put me on defense. Nothing is. I'm not going to defend anything. I'm going to lie down as you come skating towards the, exactly. the net because I'm afraid you're going to run into me. Uh, my uh, my favorite thing was uh, the only, when I, when I started skating when I was a kid. The only way I could stop was to smash into the boards. So mm-hmm. uh, I would have people like you know dressing up their kids and they would just see ah! like that because I would just <laughs> slam like that. Like, Sorry, I was just stopping, and then I would go and get a coffee. Um, yeah. I sucked. I sucked it. Oh, they finally got a whole, they finally got Darcy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's about time. Let's talk smack about him. Oh, finally. I was waiting for that Hansel to get out of here. Jesus. Um, so here's, so here's something I found, uh, just in doing some cursory research. And when I say cursory research, um, this popped up in my feed a while ago. <laughs> um, cause you know, one thing that Facebook helped us with during the pandemic is being able to check in with people. And see how yeah. they're doing over the course. And you would just see, like, the things fly up. as like, oh, it's the, my child's for fifth birthday. And you go, heart, you know, float the heart up or the thumbs up. Uh, or, um, you know, just starting a new job online and bling, bling, bling. That's it. Um, and then uh, Ted Morris trickled into my feed one day and went, I'm going in for open heart surgery. So I'm like, <laughs> yay! That's, that's not the happy news I was hoping for. Um <laughs> So, Didn't you give me a little thumbs up on that? I, I, or were you I, like, I think hmm. I think you might have got the little care hug Aww. like this. I think you got that. I think um, I I tend to um, 
I tend to regulate my emojis very carefully because um, I never, I try to never do it on the phone because my thumbs are too big and um, someone announced the passing of their father with this huge, huge, long paragraph. And wouldn't they put the heart right beside the big old laugh? (laughs) So... It's yeah. like, ha, ha, dad's dead. You can, I mean, you can take it back, but I don't know if it shows him the original one. I think you just need to overwrite it, but still it's there. It's like the track is, you know, it's like, I'm at heart, I'm at heart, I'm at heart. Um, so, Can yeah, whenever, whenever there's sad movies like that I, or a sad, sad news like that, I just, the hug, the hug, the little hug emoji that moves, you know. Um, how did this all come down? What happened? Oh God! I wasn't even like I. It's not even a a, a fun tale of triumph over <laughs> adversity. It's a boring tale of you know, preventative medicine. Uh, my mom, uh, my mom had a stroke. Um, okay. Well, she had a, she had a series of small strokes. Okay. Is she okay now? Uh, but no one no one noticed at first because she's kind of weird. Okay. At the best of times, and then eventually we're like, oh, no. there's something going on with mom. Okay. Uh, so she had a workup done, and they found. Uh, this weird thing with her heart. Her, okay. her tricuspid valve is a bicuspid valve. If okay. that means anything to anyone. And they're like, this I, is I understand there's teeth involved. Out. Yeah. That's what, that's all I'm getting from that. She's got a, 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 a tooth lodged in her heart. Yeah. She got a tooth lodged okay. in her heart. No, her, her one heart valve is supposed to be made of three pieces. It's only made of two. Okay. So my, I, they're like, this is genetic. Your kid should go get checked out. So I'm like, okay. Uh, so I went and got an ultrasound. Didn't hear anything. I was like, okay. So it must have been fine. Mm-hmm. And then like six months later, they're like, can you come in for another ultrasound? I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of weeks later, they're like, can you come in for a CT scan? There's just something that we want to check. And at that point, like nothing went through my mind that there was anything wrong. Right, right, right. Uh, and then I had that done. And then they're like, okay, you got to go talk to a heart surgeon. And, and even this is when I think I might be stupid. I did not even consider that there was anything wrong at that point. I was like, yeah, going into the hospital to talk to a surgeon sure. during COVID is totally <laughs> They normal. get lonely. They get lonely. Totally you know, they want to yeah, talk to someone not on a ventilator. Yeah, they want to talk to someone who's awake. Yeah. So <laughs> I uh, I not only had the weird heart valve, which is fine. My, yeah. my heart is doing great that way. But the same genes that give you the weird valve also can give you uh, a big fat aortic aneurysm. So my... Um, the favorite part of my aorta, the first part that comes out of your heart, sure. is about twice as big as it was supposed to be. Uh, and they're like, you should get this fixed before it kills you like it killed John Ritter. Uh, and that's oh. what got me on board. I was like, I love John Ritter. <laughs> I don't want to die like John Ritter. Uh, so, yeah, I went in and uh, now part of my aorta is a plastic tube. Okay. So I think, I think that makes me a cyborg. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say so. Uh, and it's good that it's plastic because then it won't show up when you go through those uh, things in the airport. Yes, yeah, I do have some metal holding my sternum together. Oh, but, okay. Uh, not not that much, just enough that I can feel it, and it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> is that permanent? Is that like that's the, that's a forever staple? Oh yeah, it's 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 a forever unless <laughs> I do something horribly wrong. Uh huh. Well. The photos leading up to it and following were pretty great, <laughs> I have to say. It's just like this wide-eyed panic face with the thumbs up. <laughs> See you soon? Like and maybe? Then, yeah. And then yeah, people were like, were you worried? I'm like, well, not really. I just, I was excited to see people. Right. Because this was still all, I was like, oh, it'll be nice to 
see some new faces. Right. Uh, and I figured if I died, I I wouldn't know. So right. You're just going to be out. Doesn't bother me. I'll just be. Yeah, I'll be out, and then I just won't be back in. Right. It's no like, big deal. Yeah, no just, biggie. That's it. No biggie. It's, it's fine. They just stopped my heart for a couple of hours so they could fix it. That's just that's the, totally just normal. Just the big totally nap. normal. Just the big nap. Mm. Um. So how do they like? Do they just keep blood circulating, kind of artificially? Is that how you? Yeah, they put you on a on a bypass machine. Okay. So you're because uh, as soon as they open up your chest, your lungs just collapse and, and sure they up do. and are kind of useless. Uh, so yeah, they just put you on. I don't know. I didn't see it. I was I was asleep for. All of that, but yeah, they uh, <laughs> they stop your heart. They put you on this uh, mm-hmm. on this bypass machine, and uh, when I woke up, I still had like jumper cables sticking out of me sure. in case they needed to restart my heart right. uh, again, uh, which I didn't know what they were. And when, once they told me, right. I was very creeped out. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> You're playing a lot of poison at that point. That's uh, yeah, they were kickstart yeah, but... my heart. I believe. I think that was the joke I was going for. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you weren't. I'm glad you weren't one of these macho bullshit guys. Like, no, no, just give me local. Just give me local. I want to be. I want to be part of this. <laughs> I'll wanna... just hold my breath. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're okay. And, and I'm like... glad I'm okay too. They they totally lied about how bad it was going to be. <laughs> like all of them lied every single time. They said that something might tickle. It did not tickle. Uh, it hurt. Uh, and they're like, yeah, in six weeks. I had it in my mind that in six weeks I'd be like functional and (laughs) six weeks came and i was like i still feel like i'm a thousand years old and they're like yeah 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 it'll be like three months before you're feeling anywhere close to normal i'm like oh you guys are jerks okay so 2021 can we agree uh or 2020 and 2021 were the years of uh lies to us it's like you know what this is two weeks it's two weeks out of your life just stay in your house everything (laughs) will be fine don't worry about it you don't worry this this hard thing Six weeks max. You'll be you'll be complaining about your helmet on your uh, on your ear again soon. Like it, well, I I knew the two weeks inside was was total garbage. Sure, right it was. from the beginning. Because if you listen to the right people, they're like, "This is going to be over by September 2021 at the earliest." Yes, and that's assuming we we come up with a vaccine. So we're mm-hmm. like, "We're only going to be inside for two weeks." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, um, no." It's it's not only assuming we get a vaccine is that everyone can behave properly. And I think we've learned over the course of two <laughs> elections that there's some people who will not. No, they don't like to being told what to do. Yeah. I'm just like, no. I'm like, it's good for you. No. no. It's like, mm. so they're like pushing away their Brussels sprouts at the yeah, table. Yeah. Like, meh, I don't want to eat these. I'm like, okay. I, I just saw, it, like, last night I was scrolling through Twitter and stuff like that. And so, like, they're saying that EI benefits will not be available for people who get fired or let go as a part of not wanting to be vaccinated. And uh, someone posted, like, wow, the Toronto Sun readers are all going to be now um, – uh, in support of people getting EI payments. This is going to be weird. It's like, yeah. just, oh, just, fun. just get the jab. What did you, what did you end up getting? What, what were your jabs? Uh, I'm, I'm mixed, yeah, so uh, which I was annoyed by. Okay. Uh, but I, I got a Pfizer and then I got a Moderna. Yeah, same thing. I got the same, same cocktail. Yeah. So I can't, I can't go to Trinidad and Tobago, which is upsetting. Cause that was definitely on my list of places to sure go. Sure it was. It's it's so arbitrary. Who will accept what? So. I uh, I am pro Tobago. Uh, don't care for Trinidad, but Tobago's good. Yeah. Tobago's nice. Yeah, I've never been to either. Um, so is that? I did not realize that countries are are putting their head. Like I would have thought, if there's going to be any issue, it would be like an AstraZeneca and then an mRNA. I didn't think that the two mRNAs would be an issue. 
because from what I've heard, and you're closer to the medical profession than I am, uh, you know, you're you you are a veterinary doctor, and you've had knives inside your chest as recently as as this past year. Um, I understood that between the Pfizer and Moderna, they cover different strains of proteins, so it's actually a wider spread of coverage. If I got that right. He says in a – you can tell I'm how, the poking, can tell how I, confident I, I am with it, with the high voice. <laughs> I am so – I am so confident in my choice. I don't know. Todd, have you made the mRNA jokes with your mom? No. I got to. What is wrong with you? Jesus. My mom – okay, Ted, and my mom's name is Myrna. M-R-N-A. Oh. Really? Yeah. It's just a – the only thing missing is a why, as in, why aren't you taking it, you lazy piece of shit who wants to get fired? Why? Um, so, yeah. I wonder if there's a vaccine against motherhood. Oh, I guess there is. There's not. It's it's yeah. my personality. Um, <laughs> it's uh, – so – I, I was also thinking about this too. Is like like anyone who has to go into the hospital during this time. Uh, were you vaccinated at the time that that you went in for your surgery? No, because I I went in like the week I was in the hospital was the week that everyone started to get like in my age bracket started to get vaccinated because mm-hmm. I'm just like Meh. and I thought for sure I would get to the head of the line because I'm like well I'm going in the hospital like then they're like no we just COVID test you before you come in. And then I had a fever one day, like so oh, no. because of the COVID protocols, I got isolated. So I had my own room, which was right. very nice. Beauty. I'm like, let's just keep this fever. I don't need to talk to people. This is fine. Uh, so I just I'm picturing everything you're listening to on your iPod, cat scratch fever, uh, Saturday Night <laughs> Fever soundtrack. Um, I got steam heat. That's not one. Um Yeah, like I the the worst thing that was about this entire th- this entire pandemic is that every single symptom was something else like you, like like it was just like at least if if flames came out came out of your penis you go well that's new okay yeah. this is it but like a cough a sniffle like that's all everything that we've all seen anyway and like during allergy seasons they were all reciprocated that way and so like um did you did, uh, you're a veterinarian i'm sure you've got you got thermometers kicking around the house Oh, yeah, yeah, everywhere, everywhere, thermometers. Right. Yeah, so we got, we finally got some, and I was taking my temperature for a run there every day. Every day, just to make sure that I was below 37. I was in the 37 range right there. That's what I wanted. Orally? Hmm? Oral thermometer? Uh, I think they tasted okay, so yeah, that's... <laughs> you don't want to mix those up. No. Yeah, yeah. I I have more thermometers than I would use. Uh, we'll just put it that way <laughs> on myself. Uh-huh. They come out of a holster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did lose a thermometer in a cow one time. I was standing there taking its temperature, and then it just sort of like sucked it in. And I'm like, Ooh, oh, I'm gonna go after that. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> gotta go grab that back. <laughs> she didn't notice. <laughs> How would the cat not notice? Oh, a cow. Oh, a cow. A cow. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, cats. I thought it was a cat. Cats, cats get mad. I was like, at everything I do to them. <laughs> like it's, it's like a quarter the length of the yeah. yeah so, so when the case the tip. Okay. So when, <laughs> so when the cow um, consumes, let's say a yeah. thermometer, uh, do you just let nature take its course, or do you put on the glove and go after it? Oh, I put on the glove and went after it. Okay. I needed that thermometer. Oh. I needed to use it on another cow. Okay. I'm like, sorry, cow. Oh, that's my that's my that's my fancy thermometer. 
Right? Oh I mean, I'm not bringing a million thermometer to the barn with me. No. Plus, I mean, chances are I was going to stick my arm up that cow's bum anyways mm-hmm. uh, for something. There's sure. always a reason to rectal <laughs> Lunch cow. break. You know, just yeah. you got, got some time to kill. You want to go shove yeah, your hand up a cow's ass? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. If you're a farm vet, you're either sticking your arm up a, up a cow or right. you're killing a pig to find out why another pig died. <laughs> it was always my favorite thing. It's like, why uh-huh. did this pig die? I'm like, I don't know. Let's kill this one and find out. <laughs> That was always the answer on a multiple choice question. <laughs> Why is this pig sick? Kill I, another pig. Find I, out. I am so glad that they don't do that here. Like for, for people. Like for, for people. It's like, how, how, did, uh, how did my husband die? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bullet. Oh, oh, That's how I died. shot him. Died a bullet. <laughs> Didn't see the bullet in the other one, but we got bullet. Um, how... This has always been sort of that thing of like, like when, you, since I've got a vet on the, on, on the line here, I am going to ask, what are the predicaments or, or, or needs that one needs to go into a cow's arse with the glove? Because that's, that's always like, you see it on like the simple life and, and like, you know, like when everyone, someone, when someone needs to do something farmyard like, when it's a city slicker, when a city slicker is involved in something, even in Jurassic Park. They had to put the glove on and go into a triceratops to see what was wrong. Um, what are the illnesses that you're looking for when that happens? And do they even notice? Like, they must notice, right? They don't really notice. I, I'm a gentleman, so I okay. always give them some hay. Like, I always give them a little, <laughs> oh, I always buy them dinner first. But most of the time, they do not care. They're just standing there being okay. cows. Mm-hmm. Getting used to it. It's all reproductive stuff. So you're either... Uh, you're either inseminating them or okay. you're like doing a, a pregnancy check. You're bas- you're, I don't know who figured out that you can like feel cow reproductive organs sure. through their rectum, but okay. that's, that's essentially what, what you're doing. You can actually flip their uterus up. Like you stick your arm up their bum and then you just, you know, grab their uterus. So yeah, pregnancy checks, getting them pregnant, mm-hmm. seeing, just seeing what's going on. It's all, it's all like lady cow parts that right. you're, that you're just molesting through the wall of their rectum. That's nice. Um, yeah. I gotta, I'll be honest with you, Ted. This was not the sentences I thought I was going to hear today when I woke up this morning. Well, uh, <laughs> in, in horses, it's just once you get in there because they're super tight, they don't, horses do not like to let you in. But once you're in, it's this big, dry, cavernous <laughs> space. It's, it's wonderful. The cows, it's, it's wet and they clamp down on your arm. But sure, they the, do. The horses, once, mm-hmm. once you can get in there, it's, it's, right. Uh, it's a lot more of a pleasant experience. <laughs> Not for the horse. Right. For me. It's all about it's, me. It's kind of like the Masons. Hard to get into, but once you're in. Once you're in, you're sailing. good. You're yeah, solid. You're fine. You got the handshake. You know, you're set up for life. Oh, no one ever shook my hand when I... <laughs> I did poke a calf in the eye once. Though, yeah, you did. Oh. Yeah, we were the... preg- pregnancy checking like 150 cows one day, and uh, like I stuck my arm in, and I was like, "Oh, this one is ready to pop." I just <laughs> poked a calf in the eye. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry. Do you pet them <laughs> sorry, through cow. the uterus? Do you pet them? And it's like, oh, <laughs> how old's the calf? I'm like, I don't know, old enough to blink on my finger. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it it licked my hand. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> what is the um? 
uh, is, is there ever anything like I, I, you do a lot of jokes about having to kill a hor- horrendous amount of kittens, uh, not kittens, cats, let's say you got to yeah. put down. Well, and, and kittens. I, I do them by the batch. Oh, good. Okay. What do you yeah. do? Just, just drop them in a bath or something? What do you? No, well, most of the time we're spaying, it's spaying a pregnant cat and uh-huh. then you like lift out this uterus full of kittens. Oh. But you're like, sorry guys, <sighs> into the bucket. <laughs> no, we don't use the bucket. There's a river behind the clinic. It's right. Fine. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Toss them that's in. good. Just, it's one of the most horrific trees behind the <laughs> dangling cat fetuses. Why is your garden right. so lush? Wow. Um, oh. Calico. So let me so tell Mr. you. Mr. Morris, it says here, cat abortionist. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Um, just late term. Just late term mm-hmm. ones. What is the, what is the, uh, cutest thing that's happened, like amongst all the death that that is uh, that you're 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 helping with, and 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 sort of like because there is like an afterlife thing. Like we've got, we stupidly have a dog, and when I say stupidly, it's like because he's just the most adorable thing on the planet. Like he's he's a member of the family. Uh, we have conversations with him because he's quite bright, but we basically have adopted a child that we know we're going to outlive. Yeah. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. Um. Because that will be horrific for the other person. Having to deal with that. Uh, I was like, oh, and you're going to die soon, too. Here's your kibble. Um, is there is there cuteness? Like, what's what's some cute things that have occurred in your uh, in your veterinary career? One of the nice things? All kinds. Of, I mean, we do fix some of them. Mm-hmm. Like, some of them. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing, uh, this isn't a cute thing, but my favorite thing is to give uh, – cats who've been overdosed on their insulin some okay. uh, some sugar because they they go from looking like they're about to die and then right. like two minutes later just like oh what the hell was that you're right like, it's, it's gonna be fine it's like a magic trick it's super fun uh-huh. uh we i mean we get puppies and kittens and you know mm-hmm. fun stuff like that there's not i mean there's it's not really a fun it's, it's not a fun job. Do you, is this, is this in the same way that when, when you work in a restaurant or you, like you, you work close to, um, like food or like, like there was a thing there, uh, before it became a weed plant, uh, near here outside of Ottawa on Smith's Falls, the Hershey plant, uh, yeah. was there and we would go in the summer, uh, usually in the heat of August in a car with no air conditioning, this place later, um, we would go and you'd take the tour so you could see them making all the, the, they would make, they made, um, Reese's peanut butter cups. They made yep. the, uh, Hershey, just the, the chocolate bars, um, and possibly O'Henry's as well. Like I think they were doing that and cocoa. They always did cocoa and maple syrup and, uh, the chocolate syrup. Um, and once you did the tour, then it dropped you into the factory seconds. Yeah, uh, that was always the best part of the Where it's just tour. like, take home a kilogram for a quarter. And so everyone yeah. would get these bags of like broken and like, this one has swastikas on it. Like, it's just like horrible. You know, it's fine. We it's can't fine. sell these. Um, but then in the heat of August, we would drive back to the cottage and all these things would just congeal into one big sort of like medicine ball of O. Henry. Um, but I was told that when you uh when you started work at the at the Hershey plant they told you you could eat as much chocolate as you ever wanted and by day 3 you were off you're you were just full off of it. Yeah. yeah i kind of i've worked in a i've never worked in a food factory but i did work in a slaughterhouse for oh, that's a, nice. a summer okay. on the kill floor sure you did and yeah well we got discounts on uh, <laughs> on beef uh-huh which was nice. And there were some days that I'd be like, oh, I'm just going home and I'm going to eat a salad. Yeah. It's been 
too much death. And then there were other days I'm like, I am going to chase that cow through this factory and eat her when she comes out uh-huh. the other end because yeah. she looks delicious. Right. Um, yeah. I, I guess the question I have, well, first of all, you, you're you given that you have gone through the veterinary sciences, I can only imagine your butchering would just be top shelf. Well, I, uh, I was, that was pre vet school. Okay. Uh, it was this actually the summer before I got into vet school and then we went there on a field trip in like January. Mm-hmm. So all my classmates thought I was a monster because they're like, how come all these people covered in blood holding knives are all excited to see you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is going oh. on in here? Yeah, I I worked on the the kill floor and uh-huh. uh, I bagged assholes. That was that was my nice. that was my job. I was food safety. Uh huh. Good in, times. Insert own political joke here. Um, <laughs> have you, have, as a result of like sort of all the work that you've done in in veter- in, in uh, as a vet, has that tainted you? Like, do you own any pets? Would you own pets? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, ha- I always now? have a dog uh, of okay. some sort. I usually get them from the clinic. It's usually a creature that's been brought in to be put down mm-hmm. for a stupid reason. We're like, all right, I'll I'll take this this one. Right. Uh, but yeah, I always I always have dogs. Okay. Uh, I I mean I, they're much cheaper for me to keep alive than they are for for everyone else. Right. What um what is a stupid reason? that they would they would uh, bring first of all just so you know i'm no stranger to this i do follow keith oberman on twitter so uh all all he is is uh he's anti-trump uh pro baseball and literally every night his this is casey 42937 they're gonna murder her on tuesday please please go get her you know like it's well. A, a lot of times, it's people just like I don't want this animal anymore, and we're like, well, we don't do those. Are, we call them convenience euthanasia. Right. Like if the if the animal's not sick, and I just don't do those. It's like no, right. you can. I will. I will kill anything you bring in that is sick. Right. But if it's fine, um, and it's just inconvenient, that's it. That's your problem. It's not my problem. Right. One woman got so mad one night. She's like, he won't kill my cats. Like into a, a room full of like animal lovers, right. <laughs> thinking that they, she would get back up, and they're like, get him out of here. What's wrong with you? Uh, my last dog, I got. Um, because someone had cut her foot off, and so she was like, she was like a little five day old puppy. Oh! And, and when they called in, their first question was, "Do you do tail docking?" And we're like, "No, we don't do tail docking." What is and they're tail like, docking? "Oh, follow up. Um, something happened to our puppy's foot." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, did you mistake it for a tail and try and chop it off?" So uh, I had a little three legged Jack Russell uh, out of that uh, that little mix because oh. yeah, they brought her in and they're like, all right, just, oh just kill her. And we're like, no, no, you can't like five days old. Her, her eyes weren't even open yet. Right. They just look like a little dinosaur. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. How about, and then I'm, the way I work is I, I make them pay for the euthanasia anyways. Good. <laughs> it was like, you're still going to pay for it. And then we're going to use some of that money to go towards taking care of this animal. Uh, but then you're going to leave her with us and we're not going to kill her. And they're right. like, mm, okay, people seem to be fine with that. I'm the only one that would do it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, sorry, we're charging you, but we're keeping her. It's like, okay. <laughs> when, when, you, when you said could barely have the eyes open, I'll just show you. Uh, this, is, this is exactly what I'm dealing with. Um, uh, this is the thing that's going to terrorize us. This was uh, Ernie at four days old. Oh, they all look the same. Right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Just little gross little dinosaurs. Yeah. And then what I love doing to him and he hates is uh, I will take his face skin and push it up like that and go, here's Ernie when he was born. And then he'd like that. <laughs> and he just, yeah, he doesn't care for that impression at all. Yeah. Um, why would he? No. Terrible. But like, yeah, that's that's when he came home. Like, that's eight Aww. weeks. Uh, the blue eyes are gone now, as you could well imagine. Yeah. But uh, look at that face. Yeah. What a stinker. Yep. He, uh, yes, he is very much. Yeah. Um, yep. So he is going to rip our heart out. That is going to be the yeah. best. Oh, it's going to be the worst day. Oh, no question. No the worst question. day. Is this your first dog? It's our first one together as a couple. Oh, it's going to be the worst day on earth. It's going to be the worst day of your okay. life. Well, you'll hear at the end of the episode. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at it. It's oh, a no, horrible no. thing to go through. No, no, no. <laughs> I know. Trust me. We we lost a cat that was only five years old. And uh, you'll we'll, we'll pay homage to him at the Barely end of the attached. episode. Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell that to my wife. Oh, goodness <laughs> me. No. Uh, still has the little Dickens as her uh, phone wallpaper. Aw. Yeah. Has yeah, my, two uh, my little bug, the one that I like, the five day old one that I had to bottle feed and mm-hmm. like wipe her tush as she would pee and do all the stupid mom stuff. And, right. Uh, yeah, that was that was a rough one. I I had to call uh I had to call, I had to call my comedy agent because I had a show that night. Right. And I basically called her up to be like, and it was just gibberish. And be like, I can't. Okay. And then I had to call her back and be like, Hi, that was Ted. Uh, my dog just died, so I can't do that show right. tonight. Um. So when when Jimmy uh, died, I actually had to go and do a show because I was filling in last minute for someone, and it was this was like out in like Kitchener Waterloo or something like that or Guelph, like it was like, like a Boston pizza show or something like that. And uh, uh, I would and, have used any excuse to get out of that. Oh, but I couldn't. Like, there's no way I could. Like, he died that afternoon. I had to leave my sobbing wife with her sister. Like, she was just like apoplectic like just couldn't move um so i went and by the way uh if if you saw me if you were in the audience uh uh listener or viewer um that was an evening you would you would know that was the night uh first first of all it's a boston pizza or something like that, some sports bar out there in 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 guelph and i think um if you ever wanted to see a gentleman perform comedy and not be in the moment <laughs> <laughs> It was then. Here uh, are some words. Yes. Enjoy them. Here's here's what my mind has told me. This is the order that these go in. <laughs> and then I got to the part where I tell jokes about my cat. Because mm. that was all part of my headline set. I'm like, oh, fuck. I wish. Like, I had nothing to sub it in. So I'm just like, click. Just turn it go. off. Yep. <laughs> and then when we got home, drink them down and down and down and down yeah, and down. Squish down those the fields, feelings. Down the fields, down the fields, down the fields. Yeah. Stick yeah. them in your feet so you can walk on them. <laughs> exactly. That's what uh, Katrina and the Waves sing about. Walking mm-hmm. on sunshine. And the way, yeah. the way you're able to do that is that uh, uh, rage and all these bad feelings don't conduct heat. Yeah. So it's all good. Let's talk about something happy. Okay. Yeah. You're doing drag now. Yeah. You. Yeah, I'm doing drag from like the neck up. Right. Okay. So you're doing quarter drag? Is that what we could I'm call doing, it? I'm uing yeah, third drag. I mean, sure. this is the most important part. It of is. Face. Yes. Uh, can I yeah. just can I just tell you like uh, again, it, it, this all came by social media where I'm just scrolling through birthday, you know, father passed away, grandfather not doing good, we got a new dog. Who's this nice this lady? Pretty lady. And I looked. It's like, 
Holy shit, that's that you look fabulous. Absolutely uh, thank you fabulous. very much. Yeah, yes. the the first time I was put in drag was uh, by Richard Ryder, uh, one of my comedy buddies forever. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he's been doing reviews of RuPaul's Drag Race online okay. primarily, and then he wanted to practice doing faces on someone else, and he practiced on one of our other friends first, and it was <laughs> not good. It did not look good. <laughs> he was a very ugly woman, a very ugly woman. Uh, he was like, I want to practice on you. I'm like, okay. Uh, right. Uh, I was expecting to be an ugly woman. And then as soon as, because I always wanted to give it a try. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as he saw me, as I saw myself, I'm like, I'm gorgeous. I yeah. have to do this again. I just love, I love picturing what that first one was. It's like, is this supposed to be Mike Myers from Halloween? Is that what that it is? Was- because, yeah. It was not good. Yeah, I I enjoyed the fact that I ended up looking uh, more than a little like Carla Collins. Yes. Uh, Holy shit. You're absolutely right. Um, Just a second. Let me see. I'm going to very quickly. um, Uh, Because the uh, here we go. Oh, there it is. I can just do this. Do you mind if I uh, do you mind if I share the picture in oh, question? No, share share my go. beauty Let's with the this. world. So for those of you who don't um, uh, want to know what we're doing and also want to see uh, what it is we've been up to, you can see at comedy above the pub, uh, facebook.com slash comedy above the pub, <gasps> go to the video section and you can actually see, holy cow. Not not even my prettiest picture. Yeah. That's Carly. Uh, uh, do we have others? Oh, Dawn of the Dead! We can talk about Dawn that, too. Dawn of the Dead! Look well, at all those dead animals. Yes. <laughs> I know! They're sleeping! They're, they're having a yeah. little nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleeping with their tongues out. Yeah. Come on. Um, I'm, I'm subtly a jerk. <laughs> um, the uh, I love, by the way, the banner is a comedy uh, album recording 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Who needs to keep things current? Come I don't. It's <laughs> Facebook. I, no one's paying attention. I believe the banner for Write Em Up says, uh, on my Facebook page, says every Thursday at Comedy Bar. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, not, not quite. Um, so what So what prompted you to, to go into this? Was it really just to, uh, just to help uh, Richard? Or was it like, have you always wanted to do this? Because I, I know... Here's the thing, because I used to perform at, uh, I used to perform comedy, not as a drag artist, but I used to uh, perform at, at uh, 120 Diner, mm, uh, yeah. which uh, was a huge drag bar uh, upstairs. And we were at the comedy uh, boutique downstairs. And I loved doing the shows because you always saw people come at, like, you know, get out of Ubers and stuff like that. We'd be standing outside and we're like, hey, you're coming to the comedy show? And it'd just be like straight guys like me going, uh, no. And then no. they would go upstairs. Uh, I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna go see those pretty ladies. Yes, there's no problem. Go see them. the The only problem I ever sort of had, kind of like creepy audience wise, was like, do you remember there used to be a burlesque show at Comedy Bar? Yeah, like the last Thursday or something like that. There was there yeah. was some there was some combination whether it was every other Thursday or something like that. Like it would sync up at at one of the times that we were putting on write them up. So people were either going to that show the the burlesque show or they're coming to write them up in the cabaret space at comedy bar and uh whenever i would get down there early there would always be a lineup of the same four or five guys and i am not kidding they all wore trench coats because they wanted to sit (laughs) in the front row g-r-o-s-s icky Um, yeah yeah don't care for it but 
all of this to say is that I, I, I'm certainly aware of drag culture. Uh, it has become way more, uh, in the mainstream right now, which I'm more than happy to see. Uh, what, uh, what was the draw to it? Uh, take us or in case, uh, we have listeners who are fans of yours or fans of this show who are toying with the idea of going into drag and don't know sort of how to start or whatever. Like what was your sort of inroad to this? What drew you to it? Uh, I guess my big question is why? 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 Well, I mean, I've always been a big fan of drag, although I don't go to see as even in the before times didn't go see a a lot of live shows, Mm -hmm. but definitely uh, a big fan of all the uh, drag race franchises that are out there. But uh, it's just one of those things that I think a a lot of gay men just want to try like once and kind of see how it goes. Right. Uh, And yeah, it was just, it just, it just kind of clicked. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't feel my feminine fantasy when I'm getting into drag. Like I'm, I'm definitely not, not one of those, but it was, it was weird the first time we did it, uh, how quickly a character came out, like even before it was, it was finished. And then as soon as the wig and the eyelashes go on, it's like, boom, uh, there she is. And, and just the fact that a character came out that quickly Mm -hmm. and she was so much fun, uh, cause she's, she's mean and shady yeah. kind of like <laughs> and i love Collins. that okay uh, and it's one of the comedy is, is dumb because i mean we're all doing characters on stage but people will still get mad at some of the things that you're saying and you're like this is like this is all supposed to be jokes i don't believe half the stuff right. that i'm saying yeah. but for some reason if you're like triumph the insults comic dog or mm-hmm. you're you know, Jiminy Glick uh, in your fat suit or you're in drag, it is acceptable. Yes. So it was definitely one of those, if you can't beat them, join them mm-hmm. uh, kind of deals. And the more, yeah, the, the more I do it, the more uh, I need to get her outside because people are, are starting to request mm-hmm. that Wilhelmina uh, show oh. up places. What, so, uh, what, what is her name? Uh, her name is Wilhelmina Boxfarts. Uh, which is a total board game nerd reference because you do get a, a nice juicy box fart when you're closing oh, some of these games off. Oh, yes. Okay. I was wondering when the nerd... See, it all comes full circle now. All it comes all full comes circle, the, yeah. There's a nice she, bow. She, That's it. Uh, yeah. Does she have a backstory? Uh, no, but she puts an umlaut over her A, so uh, she's definitely European, but mm-hmm. I, I, need, I need to come up with a backstory. I think I'm going to take her to... Uh, to the Winnipeg Festival sure next are. year. Yes. Yeah, they asked this year if I wanted to do the Dirty Show uh, as Wilhelmina. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. She she needs to she needs more time to cook. Yeah. And she needs, you know, boobs and yeah. and a body uh-huh. uh, to go with her head. Yeah, any outfits I have on in any of the videos I've done with with uh, Wilma Fingerdo, uh, mm-hmm. my drag mom, also known as Richard Ryder. Uh-huh. Uh, anything that looks like an outfit is literally just like a square of fabric that Richard has pinned and and tucked and made made look uh, okay. much more impressive than it really is. Beautiful. So um, is he always doing the makeup now, or are you doing it? And how long? I I do it myself now. Uh, it takes me a good three hours. Uh, it wow. is a long and drawn out process. Uh, I can probably do it faster, but I haven't. Uh-huh. I haven't been practicing as much as I should. I'm doing it again. On um, we recorded something for the debut episode of Canada's Drag Race, and oh, we're doing we're doing episode two uh, on Sunday. So nice, yeah. three so hours. That's longer than it took Billy Crystal and Mister Saturday Night. 
Uh, three hours is fast. Yeah. When we're chatty, like one day it, it, we were both getting into Dragon, and Richard does it all the time, so he's a lot faster than me. But right. uh, it was it was a good six hours of mm-hmm. uh, of g- getting our makeup on. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. But even just getting rid of your eyebrows takes like half an sure. hour. Sure. I did. I did not know that Richard does drag. How do oh I yeah, Wilma, the finger do review. Wil, Wilma finger do. Wilma finger do. Okay. Yeah, he started when he started doing the reviews. He still had like a goatee, and he was just doing like really like ratchet kind of drag. And then he, he decided that if he's going to be criticizing people, uh, uh-huh. he should probably look better. Oh. So he's, he's had a glow up for the last couple of years. Uh, yeah, w- okay. you would not recognize him go, if you um, I'm him. sharing it right now. So go, f- the... go to his YouTube channel and just enjoy okay. enjoy so that face as soon so you can... as soon as you <laughs> said because first of all I couldn't. This is what I was picturing. Well, that's right. that's where it started. That's where it started. <laughs> she, this is she's how it started. Rough, this is one. how it's going. Like, and that's <laughs> like that's divine quality. It's right? ama- it's amazing the stuff that he's been doing yeah. for the the past year because he he quit his job during the pandemic. It was like, uh-huh. no, I'm just going to do uh, this drag thing, and he's yeah, he's making a living just being like an on- online drag queen and. Uh-huh. People send them tips and people send you stuff. 20 years of doing stand-up, I've gotten like maybe one gift. Right. Uh, I do – I've done drag like six times. Someone sent me a wig from Denmark. Mm-hmm. Someone sent me like a whole bunch of makeup. So, uh, I got some earrings in the mail. Like, nice. People like to send drag queens things. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, thanks. Are they I'll, clip-ons I'll... or piercings? Do you got to get pierced ears now? No, no, no. Clip-ons. Okay, okay, only, only clip-ons. Because yeah. then my, again... my new wig is amazing. Right. Because so again, good. you don't want to fuck up your ears with your hockey helmet. So no, 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 no. no. I, 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 I can't do that. Yeah. Um, Ted, thank you so much for being Todd, here. Todd, thanks for finally um, having me on I after what fifteen years of so, gar- dude, garbage again, guests. I can only imagine. To, uh, you would not believe who <laughs> we have had to wade through to get to Ted. Uh. Um, the good stuff. <laughs> so the album, I don't know if you all saw when we uh, showed uh, Ted's uh, Facebook page, was recorded 2018. End of 2018, 2018. I released it at the end of 2019. Yep. That sounds, uh, that timeline like sounds familiar. Things. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it turned out to be great timing because that uh, that sound exchange money was very nice yes, was. to have during the pandemic. <laughs> yes. Um, so make sure uh, that you go do that. Ted, uh, we're going to we're going to say goodbye to the good people on Facebook uh, and we'll shut this down. We'll take the picture afterwards and we'll do the intro and we'll say goodbye like normal people. Uh, where do people find you online? Uh, and I'm assuming just you because uh, Wilhelmina does not have a Facebook or Instagram yet. No, Wilhelmina is very basic and has not done any of those things. Uh, You can find me at tedmorris.ca, which I believe is currently down. Okay. Uh, And you can find me on Instagram and and, uh, Twitter. Which I barely use. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell I'm not very good at this okay. online thing? Uh, uh, I'm I guess what we're saying is good Ted. fucking luck, people. That's what we're yeah. saying. Just, Just find me. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, Dr. Ted, which is Dr. Ted, but with uh-huh. a G yes. instead of a C. Mm-hmm. And everyone... Just says, what does dog torted mean? Right. And I realize that it's a joke that's only funny to me. Yes. <laughs> Um, that's where I am. You'll you'll find me. Uh-huh. I, I, yeah. put, I put I put I put stuff up there. Just just look for the trail of dead kittens, and I'm pretty sure it will lead a path right yeah. to right. Dead to kittens and glitter. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> that is the name of your second album. <laughs> no, it's going to be Rigor Morris. 
Beautiful. <laughs> Gone to the Tab Rick and Morris. I love that you're playing it in. Now the next one will have to have a middle name somehow. You know. It's gonna be great. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Uh Darcy, where do people find you? What's going on? Uh Monty in Darcy mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yes. And on Twitter? Yeah. Hell with Twitter. Is anyone on Twitter still? I yes. am. Right? Yes. Shut up. Just <laughs> just shut up. Uh, and if uh, if you're from Darcy's workplace, shtum. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you can find uh, this very podcast on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook at CATP Podcast. That's right, folks. Cat P. Uh, the videos for all this and all the other episodes are up there on the Facebook page. Make sure you go and check out the video section at facebook.com slash comedy above the pub. You can follow me personally at hey, it's TVA. Uh, if you want to know all my dates and deets that are be coming up, I am now getting ready to have Comedy Bar host us once again in Toronto. Write them up is on its way back. We just got done with another virtual episode. The live ones are coming back. Uh, how Yay. regularly? We don't know, but it's happening. November 20th, this Saturday, uh, 7 p.m. I am uh, finalizing the lineup now. They're already trickling in. Looks like it's going to be pretty good. Uh, you know, we've been off for a year and a half, so think of who we're going to try and get. You've seen the shows before. This We're over five years old now, so it's going to be fantastic. Um, are we still going to be doing online ones? Yes, because uh, this gives us access to uh, to all kinds of international acts. Like we had uh, comics from L.A. and Arizona on, uh, on Wednesday, uh, as well as uh, Ottawa and Toronto and uh, the surrounding area there in the GTA. So... Yeah, we're still going to do that. Um, so you can go to uh, at Write em Up Show for all the socials as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter to see what's going on. Um, all my dates coming up in November. I'm in Ottawa. I'm in Toronto. I'm in Kingston. You can go to uh, com slash calendar. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Ted, the no longer erstwhile Darcy, and myself, when you listen to Cat Pee, you're in for a good time. Jimmy, you are always the podcat, one of the only cats Ted has not been responsible for the death of. Lately, lately. I find I rush Can't piece together the sun and the sky Or the spots on my